Welcome to episode three of The Discard Pile. My name is Robin, and I'm joined with Amy and Jim. And this week, we've each chosen three games we regret getting rid of from our collection. I, I think for, for the listeners, like all of us have probably gotten rid of more games than we actually currently own in our collection. I think that's true, right? Yeah. Uh, for me, it's a lot, like 677 when I made this list. <laughs> games that i have previously owned it's a um, lot of games i yeah. think that's significantly more than the average person gamer yeah and i probably regret about probably 50 of them and it's not like regret i would definitely get these games back if i had the shelf space for it right like these wouldn't hit the table often but i felt like they were really good like they didn't mm-hmm. they weren't not for me yeah if something completely replaced something else in your collection then it wouldn't be on this list. It wouldn't be on this list. But these yeah. games, even if they only get played once a year or once every two years, you know the group that would love this game or have a great time with it. Yeah. You move into a bigger house, get an extra room, get an extra Calax. Or True. or a lot of these were actually because they were a little light than the game the groups I usually play with. Right. And like I keep maybe five or six good gateways around, but I don't need like twenty. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm probably uh, on the other end of the spectrum from AB as far as culling. You know, I keep one shelf, one small shelf. I've gone on top of a shelf now as as well as on the shelves themselves. So exceeded my limit, but it does take some constraint to keep my list small. So i am got into a stage where it takes quite a bit to push me over the edge to buy something now, which is great to have friends like AB and Robin who are always keen to try something new and then sell it sell it immediately yeah that's that's fantastic yeah yeah i i'm at the point i think it's funny that we're doing this list now but i looked the other day and i'm about 350 330 350 games in my collection not including expansions and i've gotten rid of about 330 320 games so i'm i'm nearing the point where my collection is getting smaller and the amount of games that have left my collection is going to be eventually be bigger hopefully is the goal but yeah i don't regret many of them a lot of people would say maybe battlestar galactica quantum there's a lot of games that people mm-hmm. would feel are very sought after right now and they just didn't work with the groups i was playing them with and so i was totally happy to get rid of them yeah i feel like if a game's not working even if it's super hot or super hard to get it's something you should get rid of because you're not using it so uh, I don't mind going first because I think mine, uh, my first one was a difficult one to come up with, mainly because I think we all are pretty lukewarm on this game, which seems to be a trend, and I'm not pointing fingers, but it it seems that we can't keep worker placement games in our group for whatever reason. This is a worker placement game. It was one of the first ones I played. It's fairly light, so more uh lords of water deep in then uh lords of water deep yeah i was gonna say lords of water deep. Uh, I, i've never actually owned lords mm. of water deep i think that's like stone age uh... this is an aside but i think lords of water deep is my game of you know i haven't played before ah. that's kind of a staple of the introduction oh, to board okay. games like my carcassonne exactly. when i hadn't played carcassonne <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah uh, and it's kind of a cheap reason why i want this game back it's um it's because an expansion's coming out soon and it kind of well it does seem like it oh is this viticulture it is viticulture a game that i think we all acknowledge has problems in its uh base game uh significantly improved by the essential edition but and tuscany but not quite enough to keep it in my collection that's for sure but i'm really excited about this so-called co-op uh expansion for viticulture. viticulture i did World? hear the uwe yeah i did hear the uwe deck was very good little expansion that yeah kinda, oh yeah, yeah it replaced all the cards it was like yeah what like much better card design hmm. because yeah because we know how i feel about yeah the cards are that particular designer's card design <laughs> decisions well the cards are powerful and very variable in how and si- they are. very situational yes it's yeah. like oh this works or i can get a dollar i guess right Oh, this doesn't work. I guess I can get that one. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. despite the designer, a lot of 
group's house ruler to draw to pick one in, in that particular game. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because the cards can get that swingy and fairly unfun if you're drawing into right. something you can't play or just uh, isn't suitable where someone else is drawing into those high victory point, perfect for their kind of vineyard that they're growing cards. But um, I'm really excited because I'm hoping it gets the same treatment as Orleans, where I thought the base game was okay even fine but not Mm -hmm. very exciting and then in comes the co-op mode for that whose expansion name invasion invasion yes which uh was really tense i think we played it several times and did we win it at all maybe i don't think we won i think we we lost and then we calculated a way that if we had played it slightly differently in the last couple turns we could have won yeah it was one of those uh rare cop games where i don't think it's hard for the sake of being hard because we could go back and analyze exactly what we did wrong and the loss felt deserved as opposed to like bad luck mm-hmm. so i'm excited for viticulture co-op i want to bring it back just to see how it plays and i mean chances are it'll leave the collection again but I think bringing this co-op twist to it might be enough for me to give it a second look. Yeah. And I think that game is like quite good just because it draws people in. Like it, it thematically really nice components. Artwork is great. Yeah. We just wish the actual game was, was better. So maybe the, the co-op is, is great. Yeah. I've gotten a chance to play it a couple times in the past couple months because I've just been playing with more new players and people that just like viticulture. Um, and I enjoyed my first play of it uh, in a long time, and it wasn't something that I'd be bringing back to the table, but it was it was fine. It Although, was... if the publisher is listening, a great next idea for a co-op expansion is an invasion, like viticulture invasion. <laughs> right, right. Would be great. That would be very good. <laughs> yeah. Just fending off invaders. All right. My first game, it's a sci-fi game. It is based on a IP. Twilight Struggle. It is a Twilight Struggle card mechanic. The Expanse. It is the Expanse board game. Yeah. Yeah, I had this game. I really enjoyed the Expanse the first couple seasons. I played the game. Didn't really hit for our group the time we played it. I probably did the thing where we didn't have as much time to play as we should have, and I was like, I'll just throw it on the table, play a couple rounds. It shouldn't be that long. And then we had to cut it short, because I think we played at a coffee shop. Hmm. I think it might not be the best game, but the fact that I've gone back and watched and binged all the Expanse in the last two years has really showed me that it is a game that I would like in my collection. Unfortunately, it is pretty out of print and really hard to get. Right. <laughs> because the show has stopped and they have lost the IP for it. Uh, and so it will never come back into print. Hmm. So it's something that I look for every I once in a while. I do hear good things about I never tried it. Yeah. I do hear people saying, oh, it's a great level. Yeah. Is it supposed to be an introduction to coin games? It is similar in that there are four factions and they are vying for control of planets, but it is more traditional area control. Right. 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 Uh, It's not as asymmetric as coin. There's a card display and on each of the cards, there are powers. And if you are the same faction as every card has two factions on it, if you are one of those two factions, you can take the power on the card. Or if you're not one of those two factions, you can have that many uh, action points that are on the card. So if there's like three action points, you can either take the player power that's on the card, or you can just do three actions. Which is very similar right. to uh, Twilight Struggle. Okay. Anyway, yeah, the Expanse board game. I'd love mm-hmm. to play it again. Yeah, we see on a list that's like, oh, best IP-based yeah. board games, and it's, it's firmly in there. I'm sure it will pop up on Craigslist one day, and we'll have a chance to try it. Mm-hmm. How about you, Amy? My first one is a... I'm excited. Yeah, resource management tableau builder. (laughs) So this covers a lot of different games, so you'll need a bit more explanation. But it is card-driven. It's You have a bunch of action cards, um, and each round you choose a set of them, subset of those action cards to, to play with. Um, And you choose more than the amount of actions you can take because if another player plays that action, you can follow that action. Right? So it's a cool card mechanic. um, But the main thing is that you're kind of balancing these resources on 
this production board, which is two wheels, and they are yeah managing all the different resource types. Didn't you mention this game last week? I might have mentioned it as an honorable <laughs> mention. Yeah. Is it Glass Road? It is Glass ah, Road. Glass I can't Road. believe you got rid of Glass Road. I love Glass Road. Yeah, I really enjoy Glass Road. I think I got rid of it. And it's one that's on top of my list. If I see it again, I'll, I'll pick it up. Because like, I think I got rid of it because I played 40 solo games of this wow. game. Because I really enjoyed it. And so I was like, oh, I'm kind of done with this game. But then every time I think of it, I'm like, oh, it's like interesting. Like so much variability and... Um, the way the buildings can come out or the ways you can combo the buildings off of each other. I don't know if you ever tried it, but... I don't think I did. I, I played a bunch of his other games. Before. Yeah, this is Uwe Rosenberg. Like, one of his lighter titles, I guess, but the neat thing is the sort of, like, follow, like, card play follow mechanic. Yeah, that's really uh, cool. For each one. But yeah, that's when I would get back and plan to get back, actually, at some point. Well, if you do, I would be happy to play it. Anything with wheels. Yes, for sure. Well, the neat thing about the wheels is that it, this game in particular like auto produces. So mm -hmm. it's you like, like the game is about making glass to some degree, right? So um, if you have enough sand and other elements pushed up, like the wheel automatically moves and fills those, uses up those resources and produces glass. So it's a, it's a auto. It's yeah, you could try to move up these resources on this wheel so that uh, you kind of balance them all out, and then glass automatically produces out of that. Cool. Yeah, so there's a timing element to the yeah. game as well. And mm. speaking of timing elements, my next game has uh, a unique timing element to the game in that it's real time. It's co-op. For some reason, co-op games into my collection. But I was going through this phase where I thought co-op games were fun. I'm a competitive <laughs> person by nature. You guys know I'm not a big fan of co-op games. It gets, yeah, uh, but yet both of these are yeah. co-ops. Okay, um, first, so uh, first game was, you know, the um, expectations for co-ops. And this one was right. strictly a co-op game, uh, which I thought the theme was excellent. Having it in real time was innovative. And the production quality for me was just, just where it went down and really... Well, I think I know. Blew the, oh, I think, yeah. uh, blew the funness out of it. Would you say it's half-baked? I, 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 Underdone? Yes. If, if I could, I would return this back to the chef and be mm -hmm. like, maybe 10 more minutes. Oh, this is too much. Uh, is this game Kitchen Rush? <laughs> it is Kitchen Rush. I really wanted, I to, wanted like to this say, game. I wanted to say Kitchen Rush, but then I was like, is that the video game? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Oh, it's overcooked. Overcooked. Right, okay. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's same concept-ish, I think. Kitchen Rush takes itself a bit more seriously than overcooked. Unfortunately. Yeah, mm. yeah. You're running a restaurant. Each person has two sand timers. Um, you're supposed to be uh, preparing ingredients, cooking food, and then delivering uh, food dishes to customers, and you get paid. And with money, you can unlock uh, more resources. You can unlock buffs um yeah it had everything that i thought i would like but unfortunately my sand timers were really diverse oh, in their timings it was supposed to be 30 seconds this was not true i did get in touch with a publisher and they did send me replacements but i think the fad had uh come and gone by then we go for a lot of games uh and so yeah off it went some lucky Lucky buyer got not only a set of 30 second sand timers, but also a set of 15 to 1 minute 30 sand timers. <laughs> so uh, maybe a harder variant, one might say. Right. Mm -hmm. I liked Kitchen Rush. Yeah, like you said, production was pretty terrible. Some of the ideas were pretty good. I think those kind of games, they're, they're always right on the cusp for me. Like, I feel like I should like them, but they never quite pull it off. Yeah, I, I read about them, I read what's new, and I get excited. It's bringing something different to the table, and the execution just... I think even with perfect sand timers, the execution was a bit bland. Yeah, I don't think sand timers were yeah. the mm. issue. They did put out a new game, Rush MD, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. has better reviews than Kitchen Rush. I'm less into the theme. Yeah, it feels yeah a little... I agree. Like medical yeah. themes in general. 
yeah, in, in games. Like, there's like... much more at stake. Whereas, yeah, it's a little more lighthearted in mm-hmm. in a restaurant <laughs> when you're dropping plates and seizing exactly. the wrong thing. Yeah, it's a little more fun, a little bit easier to play off. My number two is a dice drafting game. Grand <laughs> Jim's right. It's Grand Austria Hotel. Yeah, uh, I had this game a long time ago, and I played your copy once, and the game I played just didn't click for me. And I think it was just at a point where I was getting rid of a bunch of the games. The game, the collection had gone over four hundred games, over mm-hmm. probably pretty close to five hundred, and I was just culling everything that even remotely didn't belong on the shelves in my mind at the time, and Grand Austria made the cut didn't make the cut mm-hmm. and i regret it i it looks like a really cool game but you I, haven't played it since i played it once since and really oh, okay. enjoyed it and hey, i'd you, like to play it more you know the designer of this game right you're an encyclopedia of information uh it's part of the italians that did it like simon Lichani yeah. and yeah they released yeah. a couple more games after that was shared similarities uh was that what you know like lorenzo il Yes. Golem. Uh, <clears throat> Golem. We're playing those games kind of refreshed your memory about Grand Austria, made that yearning start to grow. Yeah, for sure. Uh playing Darwin's Journey. Mm-hmm. Same same Did design sure. pedigree. Yeah. Like within that. Is it not the same designer? Uh one of them. One yeah. of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I liked that a lot and yeah. I just I really like the theme in Grand Austria Hotel. Yeah, I think it's like my second most played game online right now. Uh, it's just a super tight design. Um, I like everything about it apart from the Emperor track. Mm-hmm. And I only dislike the Emperor track because A, it feels tacked on, and B, because it he is. never keeps up with it. <laughs> no, I keep it up always with it. gets. Oh, that that's the detriment to your other yeah, <laughs> other areas. You you'd maybe try too hard to keep exactly. up with it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I like to think about it as, you know, my Yelp reviews for my hotel. So, always got to That's keep exactly what ready. it is. It's the Emperor's rating of your hotel. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know Emperor's, though. I know Yelp. Yeah. So. That's Grand Austria yeah, hotel? Really, hotel. Really great game. Uh, really combo-y. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely has stayed in my collection since. Same copy that you had. Okay. Now with the new expansion. I Which I haven't ex- played like all the expansion. I played a couple of the modules. Actually, what's new in the expansions? Mm, it's like multiple modules that okay. that can be added in. There's one big one I haven't played, which is like a ballroom. You send them to like a ballroom uh, for like extra bonuses and stuff. Because I was about to say, every time I play this game with AB, he introduces something slightly <laughs> new to it. Mm-hmm. And it's been refreshing and fun. Yeah. Well, my number two... I don't know if either of you played. I think, I think you may have played it, but it is a rare game that it wasn't printed uh, widely. Um, I don't think, but it is a pick up and deliver game, which is usually a death knell because there's not many great pick up and deliver games. But this was a very good one, um, and I mostly got rid of it because I didn't love the the production of it. If if it came out with a new version, I would like immediately get it again but um it's a pickup to deliver game and um it's so long ago that i'm like kind of hazy on the mechanics of it but uh really it's like managing <laughs> managing cubes you'll it never get it so i'm just gonna say the name uh no no it's a mercator yes i was going to guess mercator oh by uwe rosenberg i love mercator as well i think it's the quintessential pickup and deliver game it's really good, but it's such a poor <laughs> production. I, I don't know. It just yeah. Not, I was going to ask you what you. the theme was because as soon as you would say a theme, I'd be like, it won't be Mercator. Mercator is just cubes and cards. It's cubes and cards. It's like trading in medieval. Well, I don't know. Renaissance. I don't know. Trading what spices. Era. Yeah, trading cubes in Europe. Um, but the thing that did stick with me is like one of the game end cards is like you've established peace in westphalia <laughs> that's like one of the game main conditions it's like you've traded enough that there's peace now that sounds great but not very heavy theme but like really cool um i remember really enjoying it it's just hard to bring out when the theme isn't very inviting for players it's like do you want to play this cube game <laughs> mercator mercator 
Yeah, I don't think I played this one, but I would definitely try it. It almost looks like an abstract. Almost. Mm-hmm. Maybe I wouldn't try it. I yeah, I was about to, that was my warning. To you. Uh, my last game is really I could summarize it as a bunch of individual games from the same publisher. I have owned probably every single one of this publisher's games, and this designer's well, no, not the designer's games. This designer and publisher's pairing of games uh, until about. 2021 when i realized no one else in my group apart from me liked these games heavy and thematic is what i would call them one is worker (laughs) placement another uh is has variable modes where you can play 1v1 1v2 2v2 had miniatures very fun was area control card management and the third is probably the most exciting of the games, which I think still holds pretty high reviews. I mean, they all have high reviews. I just don't think it clicked with our group, uh, which was also a worker placement game about time travel. Yeah. Is it all, all three of these are on your list? All three of these were on my list. I feel like all of them... I would love to own again at one stage. I just know they won't hit the table. But each of them holds a pretty special place in my heart just because I love the theme of all of them. Anachrony. Anachrony, mm-hmm. yep. Cerebria. Cerebria. No, I can't think of the third one. Tricarion. Tricarion. Right. right. Yeah. All fun games, all flawed games. I won't hide the fact that they were also not the best of your category. I thought Anachrony did pretty well. Uh, the time mm-hmm. managing part of that was interesting. Their loans. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, their loans. <laughs> that you don't have to pay back. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I would play Anachrony again. I liked Anachrony. Yeah, I I liked it, yeah. It was just like felt... I always want a worker placement to have like more attention than Anachrony. Mm. Um, the tension's really with yourself. Yeah, exactly. Game, it's like, oh, I want, I really want that spot. Oh, I guess I could go here, 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 and here and <laughs> do somewhat the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I just didn't like didn't click for me that one, but Yeah, um, I remember it not clicking for me, but it was also like six years ago or something. Yeah. So And Trickerion I would probably try again. Again, my only play of that was about five hours. So it was not a great experience. And I never wanted to play it <laughs> after that. Yeah, I found the menu selection of illusions that you could perform the most restrictive aspect that kind of pulled away from a lot of the fun but it's a worker placement game with i guess minor contract fulfillment it's very timing based as well if you know you need this tool to build this illusion to perform in this stage everything has to go right for you to do that and so it can become a bit telegraphed and mean-spirited but otherwise very thematic very fun yeah, I would play Anachrony. I would play Tricarion. The one play of Tricarion I had was with you. It was two-player. I happened to go for a strategy that it needed an errata, which we didn't know until later, mm-hmm. which really messed up the game. Yeah. And, I mean, Mind Clash continues to bring out some high-quality games, but a large issue I have with them and with a lot of, you know, these Kickstarter games and spoiler, that's how I actually came up with my list. I went through all the things I backed on Kickstarter and mm-hmm. I have literally sold 75% of the games I backed on Kickstarter. Right. Um, and the problem with Mind Clash games and a lot of Kickstarter games I have in general is they need to sell you not on just the product, but the hype. So... Each of those games in that list, and they continue to do this, and a lot of companies continue to do this, will just throw module upon module upon module onto the game right. uh, before you even get your hands on like the base game. And these games aren't simple. They're not mm-hmm. light. They're barely medium, mostly heavy games. So, Well, Anachory came with so many like, yeah, extra modules. To dedicate yourself to one base game, get the rules down, and if it doesn't click, you're not going to look at the other modules. So, mm-hmm. largely why it left the collection. I think no one really 
felt like they were fun enough to keep around. I think they saw, you know, design potential, but when something's just not fun, it's it's not staying in your collection. I just find Mind Clash, for me, feels like they need some sort of, like, editing in their games. It's like, how do you do this in a simpler... Like, there's a lot of heavy games that feel edited and, like, very... Not, not restrictive, but, like, very pure in the way that all the mechanisms interact. And sometimes Mind Clash won't just feel a little too loose or a little too unresolved for me, but... Yeah, it's interesting that you talk about Kickstarter that way. I think the thing that all through these games and Mind Clash in general has going for them, Kickstarter pushes that you have a very strong theme and that you're theme forward. And I wonder if that's changed the hobby a lot. And Mind Clash excels in having a strong theme. I wouldn't play Sabrina again. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> it was legitimately awful. We played for so long, that game was terrible. I, the our play i shouldn't yeah, say the game yeah, yeah, I, I can't i can't speak to the yeah, game I only play but it a once. lot of it i was like is this balanced should they know this <laughs> like does this we yeah. yeah obviously we went into it we didn't know the game well enough as well to to get out of it but right. even mm-hmm. in that first play it was i think it was enjoyable very long it was very long yeah first plays of my class games very long team games in general very long you know, not you have necessarily a lot of was like maybe two hours. Like yeah, that's, not as bad. Yeah, but they have a new game coming out. They do. Uh, is it the one that is the three part one, or is it the Witch's Coven one? I think they're three part ones. The coming out three part one is already out. It's out and kind of flopped. I feel like, okay. but but the is fact it... that we're calling it the three part one, <laughs> and the first one I have not heard a peep about is telling me right. Anyway, Septima looked good. The theme is exactly what I want. A group of witches is right up my alley. And yeah. My number three game is a drafting game where you can draft at most four cards into your tableau. And then the player on your left and right are affected by the choices that you've made. There's three rounds and each card is fairly different. And the game mechanic is that because you can only have four cards in your tableau at any time, after each round, the cards slowly wither and die. You had this game? And you have to replenish them. You know, I don't think I have the right game, because I was going to say Coco Pally for a second there, but that's... Uh, that's not it. That's not, not it with Coco a withering. Pally. Yeah. No. They age, and then you must replace them. And this game, to me, feels a lot like Auto Battlers, because you build a team of four cards. You battle the person on your left and right. You must switch up your squad, because they're slowly dying, which means mm. that as you're drafting cards... You're putting them into play. And that feeling was really cool. I don't think at the time the group was right for it, but I could see us having seven or eight people around a table and wanting to play it. I don't believe AB ever played it. Jim it played it one time. seven to eight? It plays seven to eight. Seven to eight. And the game is... What's the theme? You're drafting characters made out of paper. Paper Tales. It's Paper Tales. Paper Tales. I never played this. Paper Tales. It's a drafting game, but you can only have four cards in your tableau. You have two that are up front, two in the back, and they slowly die at the end of every round, so you have to replenish them with new cards. The cards interact in really interesting ways. So, for example, there's a time traveler who can remove age counters from the card next to it. There's cards that will just automatically eat your own characters to, for, I'm not sure what, points or something. I can't exactly remember how to play. And then you battle the person on your right and left, kind of like Seven Wonders every round. I think you had currency, right? To, yeah, there must yeah. be a, some sort of gold or hmm. something. Yeah. I remember we played this quite a lot at the coffee place. We played once or twice, yeah. It, it seemed like the kind of game that, because I'm playing a lot of Super Auto Pets now, there it seems like the kind of game that you could go pretty deep on and find interesting card combos that wouldn't reveal themselves from the first couple of plays just because you never even had the chance to draft them together. And the more you play this game, the more times you will see different iterations of cards being drafted and then have the choice to do these different combos. And so I think more plays would have just made the game more enjoyable and having more players in a drafting game is Mm -hmm. generally more fun. So wish I hadn't got rid of it. And if I ever see it again, I will purchase it. But I have not yet. So So, Sounds intriguing. Kind of my issue with those types of games and the same thing I have with challenges is you don't get the rush of an auto battler that's video game implemented because we love hitting that reroll button i say we as 
humanity loves to re-roll. They like the slot machine aspect of, I'm trying to look for this combo. Boom, boom, boom. There it is, and the payoff is immediate. And I didn't feel it with challenges. I felt like I was doing my best. But the evolution was there, but things your draw has to go perfect for that evolution to come out, to get a perfect castle thing deck. I think in challengers you don't feel the combos as much. Yeah, but I don't think you see them. Like, I don't think the chance to actually draft good cards is very low. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, but I also but think they do interact with each other. They do, like the yeah. decks. You don't need to draft. That makes it even worse to me, almost, because it's so hard. Like I think me and someone else are playing the exact same right deck, or we're trying to achieve the same thing. But they showed me cards I had not even seen before that kind of put the engine together. I don't right. think Challengers is gonna give that to you. No. I think even if you had a deck that was all one type, you still wouldn't feel like you mm-hmm. have pulled off some combo. Just because Challengers is so light and so breezy in sure. combat. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Beaver Tales, you might actually find that. Because, like in an auto battler, you have a combo that you found, and then you maybe haven't seen it for four games, but then when it comes back to you in the fifth game of Paper Tales that you played, you can say, ah, I did this last time, I know it's good, there's the hit of dopamine. You put it into your tableau. Mm-hmm. Maybe it only sticks around for a round or two because they wither off well, and die. Well, you have to replace them. Exactly. Yeah. But you have that sense of learning that you had from a previous game. Mm-hmm. Which I think is kind of cool. For sure. I mean, it adds to the replayability. You're chasing that perfect combo. Yeah, it doesn't have the rolling, like you said. No. But it do- it might... I haven't played enough to truly know, but I feel like it might be able to give you that same strategy or tactical choice uh, based on other games you've played. Mm-hmm. That's Paper Tales. Okay. My number three is newly to the top of my maybe repurchase list. <laughs> like for, for a particular reason. But, um, well, BGA is one reason, so it's one, one hint. But it is a dice rolling game. Um, and it's a tableau builder. And it is, you roll the roll the dice, and everybody gets to take rewards from those two dice, uh, depending on the numbers rolled. You can take the single numbers or the combination of the two of the dice, and take the rewards. You know, you draft cards from the middle to add to your tableau, and they make your numbers better. I thought you said this game was broken. Maybe I don't know. Like this is a game is space based, and I played it a lot on BGA. Like I started just you know kind of casually because I. I definitely played a lot when it was my collection and I never thought of it as like intensely strategic, but then I was like playing on BGA and I noticed all these players with like 300, 400 yellow. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll keep trying this. And soon enough, like I was consistently winning, you know, by, you know, smartly picking uh, cards, I guess, like, like comboing cards together and figuring out that instead of just like, I think before I thought it was just like, like get income early and then you know get points later kind of thing but i know sometimes you just go points right away (laughs) you know and it works out yeah there's a lot of like combos you can make and like i kind of got rid of it because you know it felt kind of samey as well uh, because of that but i know i kind of got over that with the bga plays but the new kickstarter with the expansion in it they they finally did an expansion that is just variability like adding new strategies into it the previous ones were kind of story modes, which I wasn't interested in. But yeah, I could do with like a hundred new ships that kind of kind of add to the gameplay. And yeah, I think a lot of people enjoy it, so I think I might pick it up again. I think that's a really interesting pick. It, yeah, it demonstrates how playing something on BGA a bunch can make you discover a whole new part of the game that you didn't originally see. Yeah. Well, it actually happened. That was the second time. The first time it happened, you you still don't believe it, but it was Llama. <laughs> Llama oh, by Reiner Llama by Reiner right. I still don't believe it. Um, I have over three hundred yellow on Llama, and I will consistently win games. <laughs> That's crazy. Sometimes the answer is not to Llama, Robin. Sometimes yeah, yeah. there is a choice, and it's not to Llama. 
Actually, never, that is that I'll is the main choice. Out. That is the main choice is when to pull out of the round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is poker esque in that sense. Yeah, for sure. I think it it's a. I'm glad that you want to go back to space space and that BJ is bringing you joy in a mm-hmm. in a game. I do wonder if BJ is just the perfect place to play a game like that, and it might be hard to capture that same sense of... Right. Like, it's it's very breezy on, yeah. on BGA. And how much like, do you care about what the other players are doing? Um, Actually, you do. You like, do? you do okay. look at what... You you have to hate draft good mm. numbers for them. Interesting. Um, so I will. And you got to see, like, where the other players are going so that you know what numbers you, you're you probably more free on to, to take. I know. There's a lot of, like... Okay. I mean, if you say that's true, that's... That's yeah. a good I mean, it's a quick in turn in that you're just drafting, you're, you're buying one card, right? Like yeah. e- each time. And a lot of that is just like going through the tempo and being like, okay, like there's these, um, yeah, these options that kind of hurt the other player, maybe. It's an interesting thing because it is, you know, a lighter game. It's mm-hmm. not something I would be like, hey, let's bring it out and we're just going to play this tonight because we're going to go real deep in it. Because it doesn't seem like a game that you can go deep no, on. I, I, that surprised me. Yeah, yeah, you're changing my mind on on it, obviously. But um, yeah, I I think I never really gave it a strong chance because I hate those types of games. I think I was sold in it by someone explaining that it was Machi Koro in space, and that was yeah, the death knell. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, was like that turns me off. Yeah. yeah, that's not a sell. So. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I'd play Llama again, so I probably will have to give Space Base a chance. I want to be destroyed by AB and Space Base now. <laughs> yeah. I want him to invite us to yeah. a game on BGA and just, like, if we beat him, it, there's no such thing as a Llama beat <laughs> Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's a, a true very test. lucky 25-game win streak. Yeah, yeah. So. Honorable mentions? Oh, I have none. Oh. Just a collection of mind clash, clash games. A collection. I guess that of was like one to three. Yeah, <laughs> Kickstarter games. Yeah, really, it's uh, one I never got to play that because I knew it wouldn't click with our group. There's one person I think would enjoy it with me, but the rest of you, I don't think, would have a fun time. And that is Rising Sun. I sold it the day it came in. Mm. Uh, in the mail i mm-hmm. literally picked it up then drove to a skytrain station and handed it off to a guy um yeah as soon as i kept reading about it we i think at the time had played battle of rokugan mm-hmm. uh and i just kind of got the vibe that area control wasn't our thing either um i like area control but well, this I, one has I like do. a heavy heavy negotiation yeah that was alliance. the thing that I do hear things about Ankh. Mm. Like, there are positive... Yeah, I hear positive things about that, but... Rising Sun, I don't hear that much about anymore. I think I'd rather play Rising Sun than Ankh. Yeah, I've heard Hmm. pretty opposite. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I... AB's better at a... Not better at, but more likely to want to play area control than I am generally. True, true. But I am trying to play more area control games. I really enjoyed playing Root the other day Mm -hmm. and would be happy playing Coin games as well as you know I yeah happily play the expanse i think some of my best memories are six player game of thrones second edition with mm. a bunch of people who don't play board games and uh june six players yeah. mm-hmm. love to play some dune yeah honorable yeah. mentions honorable mentions uh archipelago mm. never played, played it we, yeah. intrigued by it but i played once with jim and no, not no, with Jim. it was uh, Sean and Evan, oh. I think. Oh. I, I was on the other table looking over, thinking, I really want to play that one day. And now you're telling Robin me it's sell gone? It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope Robin doesn't sell that game. I've been trying to get it back for a while, actually. Oh. But our first game, it was there was a traitor in our game, which is a like 50-50 chance that that occurs. Maybe slightly higher. Uh, and Sean was the traitor, and... It's one of those games where you can do the thing, you can pass the buck. You can say, I'm not paying for this this debt. And then the next person goes, well, I'm not paying for it. And the person last in turn is like, guess I have to pay for it or else we lose the game. And that person happened to be the person that wanted the game to end. And we just immediately lost the game halfway through. I did think you guys had finished up on your table pretty fast. Because I think we were playing something like Santa 
Maria. Mm-hmm. And they finished faster than we did. Right. Yeah, it was a weird play. And I just didn't get back get it back to the table for several years. Uh, and then I just got rid of it. Mm. And I would, yeah, i definitely play again. Any others okay. before AB goes through 50 of his list of 650? It's a lot. It's a lot of games. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I'll just say that I'm glad that we have these lists. I think it's cool True. to hear what other people are interested in acquiring and getting back into their collection. I just fought a one. Yeah. And, which I unfortunately got rid of, not but I kind of want it back because of value and sentimentality. Mm-hmm. I gave away my copy of Arboretum, like the original edition of Arboretum. What? The green? The, the green, nice edition? I have the green box with me still because I oh only my. gave them the cards. Mm. Wow. Because I enjoyed the game so much that I was like, you know what? You will probably play this yeah. more than me because I have a group of friends who probably have two or three copies yeah. between us. What a gem of a game. Yeah, but that is a great game. That I do regret. And the best edition of it. That yeah. is the best edition. Yeah. And I guess it's a bit different because my way of getting that game back is to visit this person and just take the <laughs> game back. Mm. We'll let you know okay. next time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Davey, right. go for it. What do you got? All right. Well, some of these, again, are just ones I got ready because they're overlap copies with other people. Should we, like, as you say a game, should me and Jim say would play or would not play? Sure. Yeah, just because you're role, role player. Oh, I have it. So would play a hundred percent. Yeah, would, would not play. Would not play. Well, it, okay. It has like it. I I love what I love about this game, and I don't know. I'm like kind of a stick. I'm like not a stickler. I I fall heavily for games that have like a neat, intertwined drafting system. You draft a dice that you really need, but it could be. It's also the turn order for drafting cards yep. or for buying cards. So like neat, simple gameplay. I'm a uh, big D and D nerd. So I'm just make I'm happy spending three hours making a character sheet, and mm-hmm. that is a game just making a character sheet. The people I'm playing games with these days are also D and D nerds, or mm. maybe not D and D, but role playing mm-hmm. people. Uh, and we played cartographers, and they really, really liked that. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Well, oh, I could use this to make a D and D campaign." Uh, and I was like, "You should play role player, <laughs> role player. yeah." <laughs> but I didn't realize anyone had it, so yeah. there you go, Jim. Well, I got rid of because Jim's keeping his copy. Perfect. Okay. Uh, roll for the galaxy. Would not play. Would not play. Would not play. I still enjoy it. I would always play race over it, but yes. if I had yeah. room on my shelf, I would probably keep it because it's like it's just kind of fun rolling a ton of dice. Sometimes. It's more than twice as long. I guess that's a reason yes. why I will not play roll is because ninety percent of the time I'd rather just play free games of race. Yeah, right. I'm also I just love all of those games. Like yeah, they're, they're, all favorite, they're all yeah. very good. That's true. All right, Gizmos. I've been playing a a fair bit of Gizmos online, and it still doesn't click for me. I like that's an intro engine builder. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I would get it back. It's like light enough and kind of it's still interesting enough for me to play with, like you know, young my younger cousins or something like that. Yeah, I got rid of my copy, but I would I'd play it. Yeah, uh, Maracaibo. I'm not saying this. Not <laughs> I might be the one that liked it the most. I like. You I have like a card that. in the game. I have a card in the game. Whoa! In the expansion. Only designed, the expansion. Yeah, I only designed. A I'm going to buy the expansion. Yeah, there's like a little card with my name on the side that I designed. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, I have the I have the base game. I think that was my biggest disappointment out of that year's batch of games. And I feel like every Fista since then has just not hit. Yeah, that was the yeah yeah. I wish it was the only thing I would get rid of is like, I'm just not interested in the campaign elements. Like, just mm-hmm. give me a solid like, and there is like that that setup where you Maybe can just do like all mistake. the elements. Because I think we played campaign. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then the second game I played with a different group. We just went to the like advanced setup, and it was quite good. Like yeah. it was like interesting, but again, it, like the variability comes in the card deck or like the cards you get and the cards you build. Yes. Um, so I know it just didn't really, uh, I would play it once a year or something, but I know I, I like that game enough that I would probably keep it. I'll bring it one day and we should play it again and see how you feel. Mm -hmm. Uh, parks would play just because it doesn't take long. Well, and this is another one that's like, was a little light and is a great gateway. I don't need that many gateways. This game's fine. I played it online every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I I'd play, but I, right. 
this one I sold because I'm getting a new version of it, so it doesn't really count. So Terra Mystica. Uh, Age of Innovation is coming, so this one went early. I like the original. I, I mean, I'd play the new one as well. Mm-hmm. I like showing people the, the old one. I probably will never get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Fable to Fruit, which was mentioned last episode. It's so good. I have two copies. You can have one. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. Okay. I'll then have to find sleeves again. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe I have my original set of sleeves somewhere. That's true. Because I did unsleeve. <laughs> okay. Voyages of Marco Polo. If I had room, I would have kept this. Um, I'm surprised you got rid of it. Yeah. All right. These I have are, number two. You maybe don't want them back because you maybe don't have room. Well, yeah, yeah. Some of these I don't. Yeah. Like I just don't have room. Like I have two, and I like I like two quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And so one is just. It's more of like if everybody knows it, I would be much more enthused to play. If I have to teach it and somebody does extremely poorly <laughs> in that first edition, yeah, you feel bad. Then I feel bad. Um, okay. Uh, one that maybe you guys pay Peloponnese. Oh uh, yeah, just disasters coming yeah. in. It's like it's like a little tile drafting game again. Drafting got rid of it because the artwork is terrible. There was another game by same designer that had equally bad. Pantalos. Yeah, I like both of those games. Both games very good, very bad artwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wish he would get a new artist, but maybe he's related to this artist or something. I, that's the only reason I can think about why you would always use this artist. Polyphonies is solid. Yeah, really, really cool uh, auction game. No, not auction draft. Yeah, it's auction, auction drafting. Okay, uh, Pantalos was also like an interesting game, but just poor production. And on the poor production route, this is Carpe Diem. I've played this online a few times, and I do not think it's great. This is Feld, right? Yeah, Stefan Feld. Yeah, little tableau builder. And I'm a Feld. Forgive. Uh, I'm a <laughs> Feld fanboy, and Carpe Diem, I think, is one of his worst games. I can't remember. I played a mm. long time ago. I really like the like the little again, like how you get acquired tiles, how you draft, and then also. Like how the goals are drafted. You're, yeah, this... you're drafting like sets of goals, basically. But really uh, neat. Uh, Brussels, eighteen ninety three. I'm shocked you got rid of that. That's also one of my favorite games. Yeah, I really liked it. I remember hearing rumors of a new edition, so I don't know maybe one will will come up. Didn't play this one. Mm. Uh, Forged in Steel. This no. one. What do you mean? You didn't get ri- you got rid of this? Yeah, the artwork. I don't know. Didn't didn't really love it, but I saw, it was really good. I still sometimes think about this game because it's so good. Yeah, really. Yeah, you never I played it? No, I didn't play it. Oh. I think I had a copy as well. Right. The artwork is yeah, it's not great. It's got realistic artwork. Right? Yeah, it's like archival imagery yeah. and, and so on. Um, but I would. Further say the graphic design is pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's not just the artwork. Uh, but the gameplay was so good. Yeah, if it got an update, I would probably get it again. I don't even know what you call those types of games, but. Do you know, area. It was kind of like area influence. Yeah. Um, there was like clever card play to it, so. Okay. Um, Il Vecchio, which. Robin still owns. I would, I would get it back again. I remember being very conflicted whether I would get rid of it. It just never hit the table a lot. But it's one of those rare medium weight euros where we can play in like sixty minutes. Yeah, exactly. It's it's very then... unique time slot more than anything else. Mm-hmm. I remember it being good, but we haven't played it in so long that I'm not we sure. Played so. it in a pub meetup. It's like around like the weight of like something like Vikings or like which I still own and yeah. Um, you own Vikings. I own Vikings, <laughs> but not Mercator. Would not Viking play. has a wheel. You don't like Vikings. Glass like Road Vikings. had a wheel. I did not like Glass Road had two wheels. Wait, you said you mixed this game up, right? You know, Vikings is the is it auction. No, this is. I do know which one it is. This is the a Keysling small one. tiles. Yes, not uh, the dra- Not the the auction one. No, not the auction one. This Shika is a big Spout. rondelle. Yes, yes, yeah. With tiles all around it. 
Yeah. Which are the Vikings. You're putting them on a board in rows. Yes, in rows, yes. Uh, I still don't know. Amerigo. I like a good dice tower. I never did. It's uh, Yeah, it's, it's a really good implementation of that cube tower. You drop it out and everybody selects actions based on that like hmm. thing. So it's like something that the cube tower affects everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, neat. We played it um, quite recently at the um, Terminal City tabletop. Um, okay. Santa Maria. This one was a theme issue. It was yeah. like just not a great theme to have to like explain to people and get to the table. I really like the me- mechanics of this. If they came up with a new um, theme, I would probably buy it again. Yeah, the row column thing was really cool. I would totally yeah. play this again. Just not with conquistadors. Yeah, maybe not yeah. with that theme. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about generic space? Preferably not, but oh, at least it is better than what was there before. These two I have together, and that's because they're both by the same designer, Steppenfeld, and they both are about the same weight of Feld. And I got rid of them because I didn't... I like them a lot, but it's just like... I know a lot of the old Felds... Notre Dame, I can break out, and I'll remember the rules right away. This one... Would play. These <laughs> these two, like, Bonfire and Forum Trajanum... Oh, they're were, both not good. Oh, I, <laughs> I really like them, but it's just, like, a lot to remember to try and... Like, they didn't flow as much as, like, his older titles that were easier to... Like, an Aquasphere kind of thing, where it's, like... It's just hard... Hard to reteach. Would not play. Haven't played them. <laughs> mm. I haven't... Yeah, I don't feel like I need to. Especially Bonfire. Would definitely not play Bonfire. This one was a multi-overlap. Like, Fabian owns it, Jim owns it, on Mars. Yeah. 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 So, I really liked it, but again, a lot of people owned it, and I have groups that want to play it, and um, people that host have the copies. I'd like to play again, for sure. There's role teach fatigue with that game. I think it was, like, the hottest Lacerda, like, the newest Lacerda. So it was getting played like every other week with different groups, and there's a lot. Of, it's a hard game to teach. Mm-hmm. So. This one, I'm not sure if I want back. This is like a tenuous entry in the list. Nidavellir. Um, I liked it. Um, not sure if I, not quite sure if I want it back. Not a play I would for probably you, have Robin. to play again. No, I don't want to. I just don't like auction games enough. It's not really an auction game. It's. I mean, kind of. It's a fixed I mean, auction game. Yeah, I guess. I sure. like. I actually do really like that auction mechanic where you're like simultaneous. Well, there's that, and no, the fact the, that like your the coins go together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You upgrade your coins. The coin yeah. upgrading thing is really cool. Yeah, and I think if I liked auction games or whatever you want to call it, remember that like coin building, coin bank yeah, building game. I do I remember had? that. I I really want a new version of that Coin, coin Quest, Quest. It was called, coin yeah. and I wish coin it was a nicer production because it was an interesting game. Yeah, like, but you could you just draw cover coins. it with uh, the coin capsules now. I guess, but it was like just the whole artwork of it. <laughs> the artwork was terrible. Terrible. It's like, what is this game that AB obviously printed and played? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a production, and we're gonna play it. Um, another one. Well, this one's on the list temporarily. New version's coming out this year. Shipyard. Mm. Got rid of the old version because the new version's coming out. People love this game, but I did not like my play of it. So mm. Hopefully, you like. Yeah, it. it's a neat. This rondel the game. It is, there's lots of rondels. If yeah. you like rondels, this is your and games. I do, and ships and building ships. This and one, I don't. this I next really one, ships. I sold because there was going to be a Kickstarter, and I was going to retail back it, um, but then it's called Solarius Mission. Ah, poop cubes. Poop cubes. Solarius cubes. It's like a dice or not dice. It's not that you. You don't roll the dice. Uh, it's like a tableau builder, space exploration. Um, I remember it being very fiddly because the dice, yeah, yeah, and the poop are very small. Yeah, you you like have like pollution and stuff that are on the board, but it was a really interesting game. I wanted the better production of it, so I was going to go Kickstarter, but it was one of those failed Kickstarters that they absconded with the money, and people are still mad. I'm still subscribed to the forums of this and people are still mad about it today how long has it been i know four or five years time to let it go guys oh no longer than that it was like 2016 or something let it go 
Man, I remember playing this game. Huh? I remember playing this yeah, game. I remember liking it, and that's why I was going to get the new edition. Okay. And then next one is First Class. No. Card game. Win play? Nah. No. I'm sure, it's, still enjoy I'm sure it's fine. It's, it's like, fine. Like, I like it better than Russian Railroads. Um, I'd play Russian Railroads again. I can't I remember if I liked it or not, but I think, mm-hmm. I think I would enjoy it. Next one is one that I got rid of because I think it's at every convention I've gone to has a copy of this. Um, Sidereal Confluence. And it's the only place that I would probably play this is that sort of environment. I think that's true. Yeah, I have my copy. I don't want it anymore. But mm-hmm. it's just so they put out the new edition and with the new art. And I have the old edition with the old art. Mm-hmm. And it just feels so like I could sell it for 20 bucks or something. But might as well just keep it around if we ever want to play. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch Once of cubes. Three years. It's right. a lot of cubes, yeah. Use it for prototyping. Sure. Yeah. This one I enjoyed. Um, but not sure a lot of people feel the same, but Sensuchi. Don't remember it. Doesn't ring Kind of like bell. a tableau builder. You're building like gardens and columns and moving like gardeners. Oh, I remember it. this game now. It's fine. Yeah, it's a it's little tile. Okay. Again, I'm a sucker for drafting. Um, let's see, this one, hard to find now probably. Wildcatters? Love me some Wildcatters. I just didn't love the theme. I know. I wish it was anything else then. I know. I guess it was thematic. You were like drilling for oil. But I know it didn't grab me. It was like one of those themes. So it's just a theme that didn't grab you? I, I like the gameplay. Um, it was just maybe a little long too. I think this came out roughly when No Country for Old Men came out. And I was like, this is perfect timing for this game. Wait, are you thinking there will be blood? I'm thinking there will be blood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely thinking there will okay, be blood. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I only played this once. I don't think my play was very good of it. Right. Love the pieces. I'd play again. This is a, this is another one that lands in the category. And actually, a lot of these on this list land in this category of like the hour-ish um, euros. Kalamala. Yeah, I liked this one. I would play again. Mm-hmm. This was the action discs yeah like stacking action disc yeah yeah that's a cool mechanism yeah Mm -hmm. but it's so beige it's very (laughs) beige it's not a great theme you had a very nice uh yeah i had like the the pre-order edition or something not kickstarter but uh next one a a light kinesia yeah i know this is a lot (laughs) a light kinesia uh blue lagoon did not play so didn't yeah didn't play it so i'll give it a shot yeah Oh, now I realize that Space Base was not my one I was wanting to talk about. I have a different mark for this <laughs> this one. But anyways, we'll we'll try to go faster. Next one is Wildlands. Oh yeah, that one was interesting. We don't need this. No, you don't didn't no, enjoy let's it. play Garnets of Atlantis. Okay. No okay. Wildlands. <laughs> I just didn't have like a I don't have like a great skirmish. Well, that, and that so, one felt interesting. That's interesting. Good card play. It's not really a MOBA, right? I don't know. No, it was uh, a I'm tacticals thinking, miniature. Yeah, I'm thinking mm-hmm. like tactical skirmish genre. But you know, if you're coming out with the Apex board game. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm. I think I wonder if they play similarly. Probably not. But. The same problem we have with area control is that mm. there you either are attacking the leader or you're attacking someone who you think is a leader, but you don't know for sure. So you're just attacking random people all the time. And at yeah. least if it's in Guards of Atlantis, it's right. two player, two teams. You attack the other team. There's no discussion about it. Yeah. You're just trying to tactically make the best choices. So it takes that element of who's the leader out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just great. Uh, this next one, Estates. Really interesting auction game, but again, very group specific. So just never, like, I, I would look at it and be like, would people like this right now? Like, it has to be a very specific type of gamer that likes that kind of game. Yeah, there's a group that's going to love this. Would play. Yeah. That group is not me. Played at TCTC. You did, yeah. And you guys seemed like you had a great yeah. time. Yeah, apparently it was a very weird game because every row scored. Oh, that is a weird game. Yeah. Usually some go negative. Too friendly. And I was invested <laughs> in all of them. Yeah. Um, Cubitos? I've heard good things. Yeah. I I liked it. It's just like, I don't know. It's a, it's a kind of like a dice builder 
Um, yeah, pool game. building racing game. I never got to play it, but I would love to play it. Yeah, I, I think get it back. I think it's good if I had shelf space, I would get keep it, it back. <laughs> this next one falls in the light category, Royals. Oh yeah, I is a little bit forgettable, but good intro to like that sort of area influence. I think that's kind of one game. of the first games where I thought this box is way too big for this game. This was the one I was gonna say actually uh, speak about instead of space space, but. So I will do the preamble. Okay. Sure. So this one is an um I guess a bidding game. Uh but you're you're kind of bidding to take control of different elements on the map. Um you are bidding with different suits, basically, and like a based on your what your hand composition is. And different suits um or symbols that you bid when um win different rewards each each auction. Um Probably not ringing a bell. Nope. But it's called Taj Mahal by Reiner Knizia. Oh, I hated this game. You hated this game? I mean, this is the kind of game, this is exactly the kind of game that I'm going to hate on my first play because I'm not going to understand the arc of the game. Right. I'm going to bid way too much on the first couple auctions and then be screwed for the rest of the game. I like that you can just spend an auction being like, I don't really want to win anything, so I'll just gain some cards and bide my time for the next one. And you see the order of the auctions coming up. Yes. Um. I kind of love those type of games, but again, this one was just hard to table often because I would forget a lot of the nuances of it. It, yeah, I have to relearn it each time. There's a lot of things happening in that game, and people love that game. Mm-hmm. It's become incredibly popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, we're nearing the end. This one we played it a couple times, but it still sticks to my memory. With Santiago, yeah, where you're building like I would, irrigation. I think animals. I did not have fun when I played it the first time. <laughs> But I would happily play again. Really? Yeah. I'm I'm not sure I would. It I anyway. It's stressful. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. brutal. Yeah. It's brutal, yeah. <laughs> but I wanted I, to retheme it like a community garden. That'd be fun. Yeah, like we're all part of a community garden association. We're trying to determine where the irrigation goes. But <laughs> Except we're really mean to <laughs> each other. Really, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a community organization. I think I would just go into it with a little bit lightheartedness right and it would just be much better um pandemic rising tide i know the pandemic is what puts jim off of it but interesting it was an interesting game in that yeah it's a good game yeah it was the one of the splatter uh designers this was almost on my list i have iberia just because the people i'm gonna play pandemic with skew lighter right than rising tide um and i like it more than base pandemic right next one is zulkin and actually, what? I'm surprised you don't have it. I don't have it. Like, I don't know. Just, I wish they just came with, like, Teotihuacan had, like, the second expansion was, like, perfect. Just more variability. Mm-hmm. And I wish they just did that with Zulkin. It's, like, different ways to vary up the game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's true. It is very static. Like, not. Yeah. When you know certain build orders. Yes. You can implement them very easily. So it just felt like if they did a sort of, like, variability expansion would be great yeah i'm not good enough at that game to to be at the point i'm not playing it enough to be at the point where that matters to me too much right but i can totally see that being the case i may be the type that really likes a different puzzle each time Mm -hmm. Mm um mexica wouldn't play again i never played it okay i mean i would play it for the first time it's area control it's it's pretty abstract so not generally things i like but uh, this one, I don't think anybody liked. And, <laughs> and yet you like, want it back. There's two Get people. Well, I know a few people that, that enjoy it. The Age of Steam. Oh. Would not play. <laughs> would not play. Um, but very. It's, I give that one mixed up with Chicago yeah. Express. It's not. It's no, not no. This Chicago one's picking up and deliver. Chicago Express, oh, I would, play, I would again. play Age of Steam. Well, not I would pick not... up and deliver. Really? Yeah, Chicago Express, I think I bankrupted pretty early. Oh, right. I was just stuck in a sadness cycle. You can bankrupt yourself in Age of Steam pretty early, too. Yeah. I play Chicago Express, but would not play Age of Steam. Right. I'm vice versa. And that's it. That's my runner runner up list of things I would probably buy again, which is a lot. It's a lot of games. It's a lot of, yeah. But that's what you get when you get rid of 677. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to episode three of the Discard Pile. I'm Robin. I'm Amy. And I'm Jim. Have a good night. I also have 14 tables. Come on, guys.
I'm on two. I think I'm on exactly 20 games of Ark Nova and nothing else. I need to be able to remember what I aim to do in each game. That's true. I'm often surprised at the endgame scoring card that pops up. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when it comes to my turn, it's like, oh, I had these two. Grand Austria Hotel? Oh, wait, you oh, own this? I was supposed to do the thing where I... Yeah, yeah, first of all, <laughs> you're leading with the name of the damn game. Damn it, damn it, <laughs> yeah. damn it. Okay, okay. But let's, let's the question back. was... We'll go back, we'll go the, back. But the question was, you owned this? Yes, <laughs> okay. I owned this. Yeah. We'll do num- my number two now. Okay. Oh, we're starting. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, my number two is a dice drafting game. Grand Austria. <laughs> 